This After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are ours and ours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. And welcome to another edition of Diz uh, After Dark. That's the one. I am Nick, and uh, on this week's show, we are joined by the lovely Amanda. Hi. We are joined by Mr. P Dubs himself, Paul Washington. Hello. And the very fluey Mr. Chris Ripley. Guten Tag. Guten Tag, as <laughs> everybody that has a cold would, of course, say. Yeah, I go German when I'm ill. <laughs> yes, very good. Well, as long as you don't go funny when you're German, that's... That, that, oh, that, Jeremy, Jeremy. I go Jeremy, Jeremy. Ah, I that, get it muddled up, yeah. yeah. makes a little more sense, but not too much. Uh, but how how is everyone? Awesome. Oh, very good. good. I like that. Awesome. Good, good. A little bit ill. Okay. So, you know, a, a slightly mixed bag. We've had a little bit of a extended break in between shows any reason guys are we just a bit lazy um, lazy. um yeah. yeah that's fair enough it's not one I'm giving every, yeah giving everybody a break for my voices for a little while <laughs> that is that is true we're only a few days late anyway and of course i mean you know we only know we're a few days late because of course we you know inundated by all of our millions and millions of these After Darks fans who have contacted us to say, where are we? Yeah. Or, or none. All those emails that we never get. <laughs> all those emails, all those texts, all those Facebook messages asking when the next show is out. Thanks, guys. Um, well, I suppose they still don't load it, so that's something, I suppose. But, uh, they can yeah. start a position to bring us back. <laughs> Free to dad. Free to dad. Um, so, a few things I imagine have gone on since we last congregated, but... Before we do that, let's go around and find out what everybody is drinking, except, of course, for Amanda, who is drinking... Bud Light, obviously. There you go. So but what... it's my last one for a while because um going on holiday in 27 days and I need to cut the beer out, so tonight's my last Bud Light night. Ah, so you're, you're getting uh, Beach Bod Red. I am getting Cabana Bay ready. 
Nice, nice. And Volcano Bay. Uh, no, I'm not going to be there when it opens. Uh, well, apparently. Apparently, I haven't Unless been Unless the softy is. Well, I think they've already started letting some people in. Well, That's what maybe heard. I'll get lucky. Hmm, hmm. Um, yes, so in that case, uh, P-Dubs, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm celebrating uh, Mr. Dolan tonight, and I've got a strawberry lime copper bug. Ah, oh, very good choice. Very good choice. Uh, Mr. Ripley, in lieu of you being sick, hot toddy, or...? I'm doing this. Everybody's talking about my top pants. I got my top <laughs> pants. I got my top oh. pants on. <laughs> Chris, that's that why you're my bestie. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have no idea what's going on. That was fantastic. Please, 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 please record that. I want it as my ringtone. This is a bit like... Um, oh, what was the... Um, oh, what was the Night Live thing? Well, yeah. It what is. Was, what is. What was it? What was his name? David's. Oh, uh, David S. Pumpkins. <laughs> David S. Pumpkins. That was my other favourite. <laughs> well, I, forget, I mean, the thing is, I, I had no idea what that was until you did it, and then I found out what it was and thought it was hilarious. So. Oh, what? Every well, time I, I watch David S. Pumpkins, he's my favourite person. What's my name? <laughs> <laughs> Any questions? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why, oh. why have you had an S in your name? Um... <laughs> Very good. I, I I can't top that, but I have got with me my first of a few Desperados. Yes. Uh, there was a deal on Desperados, so I bought some Desperados. Everybody's favourite tequila-infused beer. Other tequila beer. I hate Desperados. What? Yeah, I hate it. Why? It sucks. What's nice? What's not to love about it? Um, I don't know, I just don't like anything about it. Oh, it's nice. It's 5.9%. Also good. Mm. Right. So, with that in mind, we've done the first bit of the show that we always do. So, there's been a bit of news. Uh, there's been quite a bit of news. And on top of that as well, there's also a big celebration coming up. No, I am not talking about the six-year anniversary of the unofficial Universal Orlando podcast, <laughs> which happened as we record this episode. Um, Commiserations to Lee and gang. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they think I hate them, I think, secretly. I really don't think Lee likes me. So I will say something nice, and um, that is uh, well done. That, Congratulations. That's literally all I can stretch to. But that's, you know, that's that's better than what I've been doing to Lee recently. Um, no, but, you know, six years, that's that's not bad going. That's uh, a year older than this podcast, that's for sure. So that, there's always that. There's always that. Um, but, um, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to go first if, if no one else uh, wants to. But uh, did anyone want to kick off with anything in particular? Um, I'll let you. Oh, that's very kind of you. Um, yeah. So, I suppose... Well, actually, there's, there's, there's. I'll, I'll go with this one first. Actually, I was going to go for something else, but I'll go for this first. So, um, this week they announced the uh, new inductees of the Disney Legends ceremony mm-hmm. that they do at the D23 
Expo. They do it at the D23 Expo every year? Every other year, I think. Okay. I know, I know the Expo is not always every year, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, so they've announced it. And I've got to be honest, I'm a little disappointed. To be fair, most of them haven't actually done that much for Disney. No. No. So, um, to run down the list, so there are, there are a few, so... And you'll understand uh, the connections with some of these. So... You've got uh, Clyde Geronimi, uh, I think that's how you pronounce it, not Geronimo, uh, and Manuel <laughs> Gonzalez, um, both uh, being inducted for uh, animation. Uh, Wayne Jackson, uh, who is, of course, the husband of Miss Jackson, uh, Parks and Results. Um, and I'd say that the, the last one on the list that really... Um, kind of has a, a, quite a big Disney connection is Julie Taymor now for those uh, which it says theatrical next to it now Julie Taymor for those that don't know um, is um, it was behind the Lion King stage show mm. which I think was probably the, their biggest uh, hit I know um, I know Beauty and the Beast uh, came about just before it but um, that that really is the long well, it's the longest running, isn't it? Yeah, it's the only one that's still from running for any length of period, yeah. any length of time. Well, I'm the only sh- other one that's around now is Aladdin, which has only been what two, three years since it opened in Broadway. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm not sure. Is it still on in Broadway? I think it's still on Broadway. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's not much cop either. Oh, controversial. Um, I, I, I haven't seen it yet, so I can't... Wait, can't Lion King or Aladdin? Lion Aladdin. King. Oh, Aladdin. Oh, oh, yeah, I've heard that. I've heard it's... it's Lion, Lion King is good. Um, Aladdin, I, I didn't like it. Oh. I got told it's very panto-y. Um, Yeah, I'd rather see a panto. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> 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 Um... Also, uh, yeah, so they're, they're the most Disney, I think, the most Disney names in that list. Um, so to go through the others, we've got Oprah Winfrey. What's she done? Well, I don't she know. was in The Princess and the Frog. Was she? No, she yeah. wasn't. She was. She wasn't, you racist. <laughs> <laughs> no, she really was. She's in, a, she's in a Disney film next year as well, isn't she? Yeah. Which I can't remember the title of. I'm not even sure. Uh, it's a live a action. wrinkle in time. Well, let's see. Is it is it live action? Yes. Yeah, I thought so. So I, when I heard, saw the title, I was like, I've not heard of that before. So I imagine it wasn't animated because the next one's gigantic. I think. Um, the thing is, when I think Disney legend, I think um, you know Dick Van Dyke, Angela Lansbury. Yeah. I, I don't think Oprah Winfrey, who hosted a TV oh. show for years. Uh, Alan Alan Tudyk. Um, yeah, I mean, what's Oprah Winfrey going to like do? You could be a Disney legend. You could be a Disney legend. Everyone's a Disney legend. You know, it's, that's pretty much what Basically, she does. Basically, it's anyone that will turn up. Uh, well, no, that's not well, fair. No. That's not fair because no, Carrie, no, Fisher's, Carrie Fisher's been inducted. <laughs> too Tsunami? Um, <laughs> look, I was devastated when she died, but I just had to say that. Um, so, so Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill are being inducted as these legends, um, as is uh, Gary Marshall. Please call me Gary. 
Um, he's going in. Uh, what? Pretty Pretty Woman? That was a touch stain film, wasn't it? Yeah. He's pretty... Oh, God, tenuous. He's, well, um, yeah, but they've done it for some reason, so... I don't I, think... I tell you who I would make a Disney legend. I would make um, the bloke that did all the voices, that guy. <laughs> that, that, you know, yeah. to... No, you are right. That bloke who did all the voices, he... <laughs> you know the one I mean. I don't... Which Mark one? Mark Silverman? Uh, what's the robot in Rogue One? Mm. Alan Tudyk. Mm. Alan Tudyk, yeah. I, I, I said him earlier. What's <laughs> he on he... it? What? <laughs> no, what, he's, he's not. No, no, no. I'm saying he should have been before April Winfrey. Yeah, yeah. I think Alan Tudyk. Look, I saw Moana 12 times this week. I hadn't seen it once before <laughs> this week. I've seen it 12 <laughs> times. Well, sorry. I've sat through it 12 times. I've not watched it once. But his chicken's brilliant. Hey, hey, the chicken's brilliant. Doesn't even have a line. Yeah, but the Iron robot in Rogue One's brilliant. Well, he's he's uh, the Rogue One. He's a chicken in Moana. He's King Candy in uh, Wreck It Ralph. He... Oh no, he's not. <laughs> he's Duke of Wesselton. He's also Weaseltown. Weaseltown. He's also Duke Weasel in Zootopia. That's the play on the fact he's a Duke of Wesselton. Yeah. Um, yeah, and let's not forget, it may not be Disney, but to me, he'll always be the definitive Pirate Steve in Dodgeball. Yeah. Yarr. Everybody a bit of two dick, what can <laughs> I say? That's, I, that's so I met him way before he was a Disney whore. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I imagine, I imagine when he was a brown coat. Yeah. I have never was. seen, I have never seen an episode of Firefly. <laughs> I just, I, I, know, I know how you guys talk. I've never seen an episode of it. Um, so, so yeah, so Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, um, the aforementioned Oprah Winfrey, and um, Stan Lee. Hmm. So they basically delved into, right, what do we now own? <laughs> and as Paul said, also a touch of who's going to turn up. Um, it's, Hasn't uh, Stan Lee been really ill lately, though? Yes. Yeah. So will he be turning up? I believe he's on the mend. Yeah, I think I think he's just taking it easy. At the end of the day, Stanley at the moment would probably go to the opening of an envelope. And at well, 19... I know, but he's about 125 years old, isn't he? So... Exactly, and at 125 years yeah. old, you've got to be a bit more picky. So, um, I, I mean, let's be honest, he's filmed, what, four or five Marvel cameos this year? Oh, and he was in Jimmy Nesbitt's thing the other night. Oh, well, that's, that's his, isn't it? Or Jimmy Coldfeet? Yeah. <laughs> he was in Jimmy Nesbitt's Coldfeet. <laughs> that's it. That's a crossover. Oh, um, I can just say Stan Lee and the Hobbit. <laughs> Why? Because James Nesbitt was in that. Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh, I just about sat through Lord of the Rings. I couldn't sit through three more. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, let, let's be honest. In you know, although I stacked him off in the last show, Stanley, uh, you know, is a legend in the Marvel world. Uh, Mark Hamill is Mr. Star Wars. You know, really, you know, him and Harrison Ford are probably the biggest names out of Star Wars. Um, Carrie Fisher gone too soon. Um, they're not really um, 
to me, they're not really Disney legends. Yeah, yeah. That's that's, and I mean, and, and, and again, it's not taking anything away from them, but it's just, yeah. Well, they're they're Lucasfilm luminaries. It's just a different type of award. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Lumiere, Peter Beast doing well. We'll come to that later. Um, yeah, so I yeah I read it and I was like, yeah, it's 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 not a bad list, but it's just not a very big Disney list, and I think it's mm. a shame, especially when you know that you know other than who we've already mentioned, there's probably loads of people who I'd consider a Disney legend over them. I mean, even Eisner, you know, love him or hate him. Was he ever made a legend? I don't think Eisner is a legend. No, I don't think any of the, the former chairman have been made legends. Let's see. It's been going for quite a while. 87 was the first year. Uh, although it's, it's grown over the years. It's a bit like the WWE Hall of Fame, actually. That's that's what this is turned into, right? Let's be honest. This is, uh, you know, the WWE Hall of Fame, whether you like wrestling or not, is the Hall of Fame that will have Hulk Hogan in and Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're both in the WWE Hall of Fame. Why has Donald Trump in there? Um, well, for two things. The first one is they held two WrestleMania events inside Trump Tower. Because apparently it's... But why does that mean arena. that he gets into the Hall of Fame? Uh, agreed. And the second one was that he once managed a wrestler in a match against Vince where the loser would get their head shaved. Uh, you can guess who won that match, obviously. Um, I also don't think that gets you into the Hall of Fame. Exactly. It's name value. Mike Tyson's in the WWE Hall of Fame, I think. Yeah. I could be wrong on that now, and he was there for one appearance. Uh, Pete Gass, who was a very famous baseball player, is in the WWE Hall of Fame. So, you know, That's you've got to take it. Yeah, you've got to take it with a pinch of salt, and that is exactly what we're getting to with with this. Uh, Julie and- Andrews actually a long time ago, ninety one, she was inducted, so that was quite a long time ago. Um, but I'm looking through the list, I can't see. Angela Lansbury was ninety five, by the way, so she is actually in in that class. Uh, Roy Disney's in there. Kurt Russell's in there. Van Dyke, Van Dyke 98, Tim Allen in 99. Uh, this is this is a really good podcast, by the way. Um, or penis fan lesbian, as we're meant to call him now. <laughs> if you if you wish, Phil Collins. What? Yeah, Phil good Collins. Time, Phil Collins in 2002. Uh, Oh, that's what, the class of 2002. In all the opening of Walt Disney Studios at Disneyland Paris, all 2002 inductees were of European origin. Hmm. Yeah. So Phil Collins, John Mills, so Tim Rice as well. Tim you, Rice you know, makes sense. You know you were saying about the WWE Hall of Fame? Yes. Drew Carey, Mike Tyson. Yes, yes Drew Carey, of course. The, the 45th President of the United States. Yep. Arnold Schwarzenegger, yep. Snoop Dogg, and Mr. T. 
Is well, this a wrestling Hall of Fame or is this just celebrity Hall of Fame in general? This makes no sense. That this is, is the wrestling random, Hall of Fame. <laughs> random people that paid a fee to well, be in the WWE Hall of Fame. To, to I'm going to pay to be in the WWE Hall of, um, Hall of Fame. <laughs> to be fair, um, Mr. T was in the first main event of WrestleMania with Hulk Hogan. So at least he's wrestled a match. And Drew, Car- Drew Carey, to be fair, did also into himself in the Royal Rumble one year so he's actually been in a ring but even so uh, and that's what I'm going to do Drew Carey was inducted by Kane what? Yeah, I, don't... I can't see them two being bedfellows can you? no I can't remember I can't remember if maybe Kane I think Kane hit... I think Kane coming to the ring was what made him eliminate himself I right. think that might have been the reason why for that but uh, yeah, I've not actually watched this year's uh, Hall of Fame. Honest to God, right? WrestleMania this year lasted five hours, right? Five hours was was the WrestleMania show. There was a two-hour pre-show. There was the night before another two-and-a-half-hour pay-per-view for NXT, one of their other uh, wrestling organisations, and then the Hall of Fame on the Friday night, which is about two and a half three hours long I like wrestling and even that was too much wrestling for me sod that although I will say the fireworks they they had at the uh, the arena which was the Citrus Bowl and is now called something else um, down in downtown would have put Disney World to shame holy shit Mm -hmm. I have not seen fireworks like that before Um, and they did actually set fire to the stage at one point Ed Wynn only got inducted in 2013. That's disgraceful. Johnny Depp's in the Hall of Fame. Do you know what also is disgraceful? What's that, Chris? I need to uh, make a plea to our audience. Uh, dear audience. Uh-oh. Um, one of our beloved members of the fan community, uh, Mr. Adam the Woo here. Oh, uh, no! We weren't going to talk about this, Chris. Because I'm sick of it. Carry on, Chris. <laughs> well, I'll just shut up then if we've had a, if we had a production <laughs> meeting I wasn't invited to. Well, you had a production meeting before you was on the call. That's not exactly the same. You, <laughs> oh, okay. No, no. You, we, we have our own things on this and Craig has his things on this and you do. So this is an open floor. This is an open forum. But the thing is, right, I agree with the majority of what people are saying, but why keep taking his money? Why keep letting him in? Why keep feeding off of his publicity and all of his YouTube hits and then decide, oh, you know what, let's let's, let's boot him out. And let's be honest, they're not booting us out yet, so we're all right. But... Um, They've never let us in. <laughs> again. Um, I think... Well, I, I, I don't... You know, the only answer is I don't know, but as me and Amanda were talking before the show started... Um, right, so, right. Let, let's just put this into context for those that may not know. So there is a YouTube vlogger. Um, you know, there's more than one. There's not just a man. There are others. Other vloggers are available. I, I don't watch any others. No, they're, they're rubbish. But uh, one of those is a guy <laughs> called Adam the Woo. Um, and he's been doing videos for a long time. And a good few years ago now, I think it was around 2012 or something, um, he did some naughty videos in both Disney World. Not that kind of naughty videos. I was going to come to that. Um, (laughs) In Disney World and Universal. 
not naughty in a Leonard Kinsey way, but um, in uh, in a way that he was going into areas that he should not had access to. Um, and uh, a few years ago, Disney uh, caught him, and as they do, as they warn you for trespassing, they will uh, block you, and they will uh, ban you from the parks, which is what they did. Um, eventually, that ban got overturned, and he started doing those again. Now, he's been doing his videos in both parts pretty much ever since, um, and then this week he was um, escorted from. Uh, the premises and told um, by Universal Security that he was banned definitely, in a way similar to what he had been uh, treated before by Disney. Um, so Adam, sorry Adam, so Craig um, and Mr. Ripley um, and and lots of other people are um, annoyed about the situation uh, and, are, and are trying to get Universal to listen to the masses and and you know, let him back in because as Chris pointed out, he, you know, by him doing videos in the parks, it gives them a bit of publicity and, uh, you know, gets people talking about them and, you know, people are now saying that they should boycott the park because they're not happy about it and, and this, that and the other. Um, and that's cool. Like if you, if you, uh, if you want to do petitions and if you want to tweet stuff and support him and everything like that, that's, that's fine. I've got no issue with that. At the same time, my own opinion, an opinion that is shared in at least some ways by Amanda, is that he did something wrong, and it should have been dealt with at the time, and it wasn't. And yes, it's a bit late doing something five years after the events happened. However, the guy committed a crime. If they want to ban him, that's that's down to them. Now, why it's taken five years, God only knows. But those videos are still online. And maybe they've only just been brought to their attention. Which is slow work if it is. If it's true. But at the same time, you know, he should learn his lesson from Disney. He did some very silly stuff. And can can I just now. say, he was taken backstage. I'm not saying he wasn't taken. I'm so not should, saying he, but shouldn't, he broke but shouldn't in. the cast member, sorry, team member, shouldn't they be also punished? If yeah. they can find out who that is, of course. I'm not, yeah, it was I'm Matt not, Corn, everyone knows that. Um, <laughs> you'd say that! There are other <laughs> universal... There are other universal Matt, employees. If you, if you want to come on the show and deny that you had any involvement in it, that's fine. Yeah. Maybe that's that's a good way on. to get Matt on the show, isn't it? Yeah, maybe that's how we get No, on. he needs to come on from love. That is love. Well. No. Anyway, I love Adam the Woo. I really, 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 really love Adam the Woo very, very much. And... And I've watched his videos for a long, long time. But I do agree that he did he did do something wrong. And if if I would have gone backstage, I I would have been banned from the park. But I do think that it's strange that it's been five years. You'd have probably been Which deported bit, out of the country as well. <laughs> We'd have had much more serious repercussions if it was us. So it's thank yourself lucky. Look, at the end of the day, how long is this actually going to be for? If anyone's ever been banned from something, I've been banned from places before. Not because I actually did anything wrong. I just happened to be near people that had. Um, when you're banned from something for life, it doesn't always mean for life. 
And I'm pretty sure it will eventually blow over. He'll be able to talk to people, be able to resolve it. Might yeah. take a year, might take six months, might take six weeks, could take six years. The fact is, he's done something and he's now paying the price for it. And if people writing to Universal gets it sorted out quicker, fair play. But let's yeah. not pretend that he didn't put himself in this situation, because he did. Whether he broke himself into the areas or someone let him in that shouldn't have done, fact is, if he done, if you're silly enough to record it, post it up on a public place and not expect repercussions, then I don't know what to say. What's quite weird is last year he did quite a lot of Halloween Horror Nights coverage. Yeah. And, you know, he was in City Walk for a lot and he was in the park for quite a lot. So why didn't they jump on in then? Well, as I said, I know, though, when did they get to you know, the videos? Assume. When did they see the videos? Mm. It could, like, for all we know, Monday, someone could have gone, jeez, I've been checking this guy's YouTube channel out. Have you seen this? Do you know what I mean? Like, there, there could be any rhyme or reason to do it. It could be yeah. that people were aware of it and didn't care, and, you know, management's changed, and now it is an issue. Or it just could be that, you know, they didn't recognise him. I don't know. Um, you know. But the thing is, he did it at Disney. He apologised. They shook hands. Everyone's a winner. He's allowed back in Disney property. Right, but, mm-hmm. but, but Can't Universal do that? How long did it take Disney? Well, I don't know. Well, there you go. It, it, no one's saying that Universal won't do that. What I'm saying is, is that it was like, from what I... I remember at the time i'm pretty sure it was about a year or two before he sorted that out with disney so there's there's that's not saying that this is a you know as i said it's not you know when you're banned from life or something it doesn't always mean you're banned from for life and i'm no, sure that things will get resolved very very quickly and it, he's already said that there's more to the story and i'm sure that it'll all come out and i'm sure that it will be resolved really really soon so that's why i don't really want to get like too much into it until the rest of it's come out because everyone's just kind of speculating. Especially when there's so much more news for us to discuss. Exactly. We should all just go to the Winchester, have a pint, and wait for this whole thing to blow over. Hey, John, can you do some toasties? Cheers. Um, so, if no one wants to jump in, I do have another story. Okay. Excellent. So um, they so uh, the end of uh, the end of March, thirty first of March to be exact, there was another uh, Disneyland Paris shareholders meeting. Um, they kind of went through the usual things uh, about the results. Uh, a few negatives. Some of that was down because of the terror attacks, and they had to close the parks and, and some stuff of that like that. The people in the audience. Some of that was the people in the audience. Um, and obviously they also wanted to talk about um, the situation with uh, the shareholders and, and trying to um, you know buy out the remaining shares. I think it's quite obvious now that is the um, what they're trying to do. Um, what they have announced uh, is that the shareholders, people that are in the shareholders club now, Will still be allowed to be uh, still have be allowed to have those benefits for the next ten years. Hmm. She puts me in a very awkward position because do I sell up now? No, no, I'm not going to lose anything. But having my shares was always was was always for two reasons. One was for the the benefits, and the second was because I was supporting the company. But if they're going to buy them anyway, do I sell? 
I would sell. I don't know if they're going to make a better offer. I don't think they will. No. But saying that the share price has been about two two euros now since they announced it, so it's not really gone up or down too much. So I think if they even if they buy them, they'll still have to buy them at the the market rate. So yes, but uh, yeah, I mean you know they they're definitely still talking about doing it. And did I read as well they're trying to buy some more shares in Hong Kong as well? Uh, yes. Yes, because my friend was at Hong Kong Disneyland at the time that oh. they announced that. Um, because they're they're starting to lose a bit of money. Um, it seems like they're losing some custom because of Shanghai. Hmm. So it seems like because they're, they're doing a whole big rebuild, aren't they, in the Asian parks? Um, well, if rumours so, be believed, they're going to knock down the castle. Well, yeah. But they're getting they're getting a new Fantasyland as well, aren't they? At one of the Asian parks. Oh, I didn't realise that. Yeah, they're getting a they're getting a Beauty and the Beast area. Interesting. I wonder if that would uh, be based on the cartoon or the film. It, it hasn't said, but it was planned a long time before the film came out, and that's I think where they're they're looking for extra money is to pay for it. Hmm. Uh, that, is, that is very true. Just just a side question on that. Um, be our guest restaurant in Orlando. Have yes. they changed the characters in there to the live action film? I don't think so. Not no, that I've seen. But I heard up, rumors. But they've uh, upgraded Beast's costume to look a little bit more like the live action one, but it's still the the original animated Beast himself. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't see them changing that anytime soon. Well, I say that. So let's let's. When the move... sequel comes along. What? Uh, Beauty and the Beast to Electric Boogaloo. Um, yeah. The wedding. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Beauty and the Beast actually, because obviously me and uh, Chris have declared it the the best Disney film this year. Um, mm-hmm. Well, actually, I think it's the only Disney film so far this year, but. That's... Um, but uh, you know, and better than the the animated version, in our opinion, um, everybody uh, has enjoyed it. P Dubs, have you seen it? I've not, yeah, not what? had a chance. I, uh, I've had to kind of make choices about the films that are coming up in the next couple of months for for date night without the the little brat. Well, hang on a second. Why are you taking him? Uh, not he won't sit still for that long. Fair play. No, he's uh, he's he's getting treated to go and see Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh, that does look good. To be fair, that does look good. To be uh, fair. Um, Beauty and the Beast is now going into what? It's fourth week? No, third weekend? No, this would be its fourth weekend because yeah. it spent two weeks at number one in America and it got dethroned last week by the Boss Baby, which I have also seen. Oh. I'll talk about it in a bit. Um, so this is its fourth weekend. Does anybody know? No googling. Does anybody know how much it's made in America as of uh, the beginning of this weekend? Not one. Um, Four hundred and seven million two hundred and ninety-four and thirty-four dollars. So it's pretty. Uh, 
Pretty elaborate there, Chris. Uh, P-Dubs, you want to make a guess? <laughs> I'm not sure. All I read was that it had nearly made a billion worldwide. It has made, as of uh, this weekend, exactly the amount Chris said, uh, and a further 512 million globally for a grand total of $919 million what? in less than a month. It's projected to overtake Rogue One. That won't surprise me, though, because, well, I mean, Rogue One was supposed to, was never going to be as big as The Force Awakens. Um, as much as I like Rogue One, which we get, it comes out on Monday, actually, I'm going to have to go down to the shops and buy it. Um, I'm going to buy Rogue One on the 10th of April. I, and never, I, never, I never go to shops and buy films. I well, I'm going to buy this one. Yeah. Because a Star Wars expert told me that um, I should not do it how I was doing it before. And I should watch Rogue One because um, episode one with Jar Jar Binks is rubbish. It's true. Um, and so I should start with Rogue One and then go four, five and six. First, there's two things to that. Firstly, never listen to... Uh, if a Star Wars fan tells you how to do something... Um, they probably have never done it before. That, that's a joke at most Star Wars fans that used to be virgins. Secondly, um, that's not a bad shout, actually, Amanda, in, in all honesty, because um, I am a big hater, famous hater of the uh, prequels. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, what I would have, I'd have skipped one completely anyway. Um, but, yeah, I think... And when you, when you see Rogue One... And then watch episode. Well, someone just <laughs> spitting some rhymes. Um, <laughs> um, when you watch Rogue One and then go and watch episode four, it will make a lot more sense. That's and what it I had. Really flow well into each other. So yes, completely with them. Um, absolutely. And the reason I'm going out to buy it in a shop on Monday is because this year they've actually decided to release the 3D release of Rogue One at the same time as the 2D release of Rogue One. So last year, while I threw up a hump and refused to buy The Force Awakens until the 3D Collector's Edition came out, this year I can buy it on uh, release day. And uh, rather than normally do what I, I do, which is give Amazon or other online retailers my money, I'm going straight down to my local HMV, other... Actually, no, there's not any other music shops available nowadays. But uh, <laughs> that's kind of the problem. So I'm giving them my dollar on Monday instead to buy Rogue One in Thrither. But uh, yeah, can't wait to watch it again. If it, if it overtakes Rogue One, uh, Rogue One is the 20th uh, on the list of the most worldwide highest grossing films are ever. You, are you on Box Office Mojo at the moment? Yeah. yeah. I thought you might be. And then between 20... And kind of four. Four's there? In it. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> and then you get one, two, three, which is Avatar, Titanic, Star Wars, Force Awakens, and they are all in the twos, the two billions. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's, it could easily be in the top 20 of all time. Well, interesting. Yeah. interestingly, I'm looking at the domestic... And uh, Rogue One's seventh domestically, um, and Beauty and the Beast is twenty second at the moment. 
So it's mm-hmm. got a little bit to climb. But, uh, yeah. And in fact, I didn't realise this. The Force Awakens, um, domestically, actually outperformed Avatar. So it did. Yeah. yeah. So it Avatar did. didn't do very well in the States. Yes. Yeah, it was abroad. Seven, where it did 760 well. million. What a flop. Yeah. <laughs> but compared, compared to its worldwide total, yeah. it wasn't a huge hit. Yeah, I'm surprised it... it uh, I'm surprised at that. I'm really surprised at that, actually. I, ju- I just assumed that, that most of that two billion would have been in the States, and no, not even half of it. That is pretty damn interesting, actually. Um, yeah, but, I mean, Beauty and the Beast train goes on. I'm still getting a lot of people comment about their disappointment in the fact that it's not the same as the cartoon, or the singing's not the same, or something else I don't know what the hell were they expecting I just I just can't get my head around it I honestly can't get my head around it look no one is saying that everyone's going to enjoy the film in the same way or anything but for people that want it to be the same as a cartoon here's a tip watch the fucking cartoon still there (laughs) well it's true though I don't want to watch like this is that's why the remake of Psycho flopped who wants to see a shot for shot remake of something Really? And I like the remake of Psycho. Sorry? You like the remake of Psycho? Yeah. Oh, you have and you can also Psycho read about it in a very good book of why it was made. Mm. It's in my new book! The book! You can put it a bastard! Cheap plug, cheap plug. Um, yeah, so so that was that was really the two kind of largish news bits that I wanted to bring up but it's been other bits uh does anyone want to kind of jump ahead with anything yeah i've got an exciting one. Ooh. mickey is not so scary halloween party and very merry christmas party dates have been announced and halloween is gonna start in august what the yeah. hell disney uh, right <laughs> yeah it's starting a week earlier so last year we were all like what because it was starting the first week of september Starting the last week of August this year. Isn't it? And I haven't got the li- the dates in front of me, but isn't it like the 25th of August? Yeah, the 25th. So that's actually, that's even, that's the week before the week, the last week of August, surely. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, it is. Well, kind of, possibly. It's within the last seven days, I suppose. I'm not sure what days those, don't, not sure what days those dates fall. But either way, that's still poor. What is, you know, I get why we have to have Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween in September because it's popular and you can't do it every night in October. But September is, you know, early September's too soon in my opinion and August is just ridiculous. When are they going to start doing Mickey's, like, Merry Christmas Party? November? October? November. Just do it in October now. Just have them cross over. That would be a good crossover. <laughs> They could do a nightmare before Christmas at work. Yeah, well, they should do, shouldn't they? But they won't. They should do. Mm. They should. But also, um, Hocus Pocus show is back again this year for Mickey's Not So Scary. So that's good. Oh. And still no um, start date on the sequel that they keep talking about. Nope. Interesting. Waiting for Chris to agree to be in it. To be my, my third Sanderson sister. Oh, I'm down. Oh, I'm down. 
You just named the date. Okay, mate. That could be our Mickey's Not So Scary costume this year. Yeah, let's do it. Shall we? Yeah, let's. Didn't say you can't do drag. Mm, That's true. We'll We'll get on stage and do the show. (laughs) I like drag. I don't get drag enough. I haven't done any drag since I was 16. It's a shame. Anyway. I, I also have some breaking news. Have you seen the episode of The Simpsons where they go to Itchy and Scratchy Island? Yeah. Itchy and Scratchy Island? No. Nope. Yeah. No. No. What? No. no. Wait. Itchy and Scratchy Land. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and you remember it's like a parody of, of Jurassic Park, isn't it? Yep. Um, well, Disney... Um, you know, you can't make this up, Simpsons. I mean, the Simpsons seems to foresee the future, like President Trump. We all laugh at the time. Did it. Now it's Simpsons a reality. Did it. Yeah, exactly. Wouldn't the Simpsons? Uh, the Simpsons. Disney have filed patents today, um, basically saying that they are developing robot walk-around characters to walk around the theme parks. I I heard about this. Yeah, to replace some of the actual actors that play the walk-around characters. Um, the actual uh, the actual patent cites Baymax from Big Hero Six. So technically, I suppose I don't know. Can you get a guy inside a Baymax costume? I suppose you can. Well, there you can one. because uh, there is one. Uh, there is one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this would replace said guy with a robot, um, and you could uh, generally meet a robotic Baymax. Wow. And then others would follow on after that. Oh, and of course, Alan, Alan Tudyk is, of course, in uh, Big Hero 6. He is. Yeah. He's, he's one of the bad guys. Or is he? Oh. <laughs> you have to watch it to find out. Um, yeah, I mean, robots in a theme park. It's not going to go wrong. You know, look at Westworld. But um, that aside, yeah. It's, oh, and uh, that is coming. Skynet is coming. <laughs> Um, it's yeah it's a I don't know I mean every time they do something this, you think well that's not going to work like um, when they got the, the pain to do the drones it was like well that's you know what are they going to do with that well they did a fairly cool show with them actually um, but yeah until they start using the technology as Amanda said like Wally would be great and didn't they do didn't they do a Wally like that I don't know. Like when the, well, because they do the living. Um, what's the project called? Right, the, the, with the Muppets. Mobile Muppet Lab. Yeah, but it's actually called like I'm sure it's part of a scheme called like the Living Initiative or something. Oh, okay. Like the actual the actual project itself, and they've been playing about with like robotics and stuff like that because yeah, I mean I've never seen in real life the uh, Muppets Mobile Lab, but it looks brilliant. Would you oh, like a fun much, fact about yeah. that? I would like a fun fact about that. Uh, the actor that generally plays Professor Bunsenburner. Is that the correct name? Uh, Bunsen Honeydew. Yes, Bunsen Honeydew and Beaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, is also the same actor that often plays Jack the Clown from Halloween Horror Nights. Well, that oh, is that... a fun fact. There you go. That's weird. I thought he was going to say, like, play push the bin or push the trash can or something, not Jack. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Wow. 
Amanda, what are you going to say? Um, I don't know, because that's just throwing me right off, because that's weird AF. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was a Wally one, though. And I know that with, um, with uh, Remy, I don't know if anyone's seen that. That was like a little remote control. They used to have a little remote control Remy. That used to they used to wheel up to your table, and they used to lift, yes. up, lift up the the dish, and uh, he was underneath it smelling your I... smell the cheese. Why did they stop that? I don't understand. I'm because not. They opened the proper restaurant. Is he not did there though? No. Uh. It, it was the restaurant to stars, wasn't it? Restaurant to stars, yeah. Yeah. And no, then when they cool. opened the the actual. Uh, restaurant restaurant it went isn't it in Epcot now isn't it in the Paris Pavilion in Epcot might be I've got a feeling they moved it to Epcot you know I'm sure it's still being used somewhere well one of our talented listeners might, might be able to tell us I don't know but uh, hmm yeah, it's, it's interesting though. I mean, as I said, like for Baymax, yes. For Wally, yes. But I don't know if I'd like to see like a robotic Goofy or something. Well, well you've got a talking Mickey Mouse now. Yeah, but he's real. This would be a robot. What? <laughs> he's real. You met him, ain't you? It's the real deal, man. What are you talking about? Jeez. Um, right, so before we, we go on to our next one, um, I just wanted to have a quick pause. Um, gives me a chance to probably insert an advert break, actually. But um, just wanted to send our um, thanks out to uh, Chris's friend, and really ours as well, uh, Logan Seculo, who um, has been donating... Um, to this show through sponsorship for about the last I don't know 14 15 months or so um and uh you know on his uh, his Walt Disney Today show and also on Scare Zone um for those shows and um so it's WDW Today isn't it that's the official yeah. name yeah um <laughs> got tongue tied there um but yes um but we have mutually agreed to to end that and we wanted to thank logan for all that he's done for us and uh of course wishing well going forward especially because he's still doing stuff with mr ripley so he better carry on the success that you know we've helped you know i think we've had a part in the in the success of scare zone and grabbed all the Coattails as well. Well, maybe that, but I didn't want to focus on that too much. Thanks, Paul. But uh, no, Logan's been a, a good friend to us over the years and will continue to do so. And uh, thank you for your support. And if anyone is listening uh, would like to um, advertise on this show, then you can do. Um, Logan, like you know, advertises for a long time. We're not expecting anyone to do the same thing. Um, but uh, our rates are quite reasonable, I like to think. Um, so if you would be interested or you know somebody that would, please uh, give us a email at uh, the email gmail.com. That's the one. Or on our Facebook group, which is... Uh, Dark. 
facebook.com slash disaster yeah. or if you're lucky enough to be in the uh, the secret group message us in there um, or on twitter we don't mind how you contact us anyway is good but uh, yeah so thank you very much Logan and all the best of success in the future and I'm sure our paths will cross um, so Mr P-Dubs was there something you wanted to discuss otherwise I'm going to force something on you no, I was I was going to bring up sadly two deaths within the, the Disney community in the last few days. Oh, great! What a downer uh, you are. Yeah, I know. Maybe <laughs> down the uh, P dubs. Jesus. Uh, first of all, the the last Imagineer that Walt Disney himself hired, uh, George McGuinness, passed away um, earlier in the week. Um, he'd worked on the Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, um, and lots of the the great rides that we know and love in the parks. Well, how old um, is he? He was 87. Good innings. Uh, and then, obviously, secondly, uh, Mr. Potato Head himself, uh, Don Rickles, <laughs> passed away. He did. Yeah, did. 90, 90... Was he 90 or 91? I can't remember. But, yeah. Good age. He was... Yeah. Yeah, just sadly coming before Toy Story 4. Comes along and, obviously, is now the second main cast member from Toy Story to pass away. Yeah, and I think he'll be a bit harder to replace, to be honest. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know if Potato Head was part of Toy Story 4. Because there's not... You know, I've got a... I mean, the rough story outline that I've heard is it's going to be an adventure about Woody trying to find uh, Bo Peep. Yeah. That's all I know. I don't know how much of the original cars are going to be involved in it. I mean, I don't even know when it's set. I don't know if it's set after Toy Story 3 in between Toy Story 2 and 3, or, or what. But, Could he um, have recorded his vocals already, though? Absolutely. Yeah. Might have, but I don't think they've even started, from what I'm aware, because haven't they pushed it back? No, it's next June, isn't it? It's coming out. I think it got pushed back. What? Yeah, I think they, they placed another uh, Pixar film in between. I'll have a look. I didn't know that. But I, I know yeah. originally it was it was. I mean, the thing is, sometimes they record the the vocals way in advance, don't they? Yeah. Um. Sometimes not quite so much. Um. Let's have a look. Yeah, it's June two thousand and nineteen now. Oh. So they um, they, there's an article actually asking that exact question, but um. Yeah, they haven't. There's not been an announcement. However, apparently, and I didn't, I didn't notice this, or I didn't remember this, but in 2015, Tom Hanks said in an interview on the Graham Norton show, "We're now recording Toy Story 4." However, he later clarified that he's only recorded a bit of it, and that's the way the process works. The actors go in every six months or so to perform more dialogue. Hmm. So that's that's quite interesting. So, who knows? Uh, said like you know they hadn't announced who was going to be in the film other than Bo Peep and Woody um, so you know he may not have been a featured character you'd have thought that you know you would see at least a little bit from from everyone but um, yeah but Don Don Rickles had a, a quite an unusual voice and in fact if you actually hear, you know for me if you actually hear Don Rickles talk normally he doesn't sound that much like Potato Head He's, he does put on a bit of a voice for him so, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, you know, 
well, I mean, there's good mimics out there, but, you know, they might find it a little bit harder to replace him than they did with um, Jim Varney. Yes. Yeah. Mm. He'll always be earnest to me. Earnest. Yeah. Earnest goes to heaven. To mm. tsunami. Um, oh, breaking news. We should recall more on a Friday. All this breaking news. I know. I know, loads of breaking news. Ant and Dick are in the Magic Kingdom right now, rehearsing for tomorrow. Aye, they flew out on um, on Tuesday because I know someone that was supposed to be flying to Orlando and they cancelled her flight. Yeah. <laughs> she got bumped back a day. Well, I, I don't know personally, but in a in a Facebook group that I'm in. Um, and the, the spare plane, there was a problem with the plane. The spare plane that they normally had was being used for getting everyone out to... Um, to Disney World for the uh, Sunlight Takeaway. So, yeah, they flew out a couple of days ago. And if, um, yeah, Stephen Mulhern's been filmed in Epcot, Scarlet Moffat's been seen in Animal Kingdom. So, um, yeah, there should be quite a few bits and pieces to see on on Saturday night. Um, that's Do you a think show... they'll go into Avatar Land? That is an interesting question. I do know... So, for our American listeners, there's a show called uh, Ant and Dec Saturday Night Takeaway. You might remember Ant and Deck from their short-lived show, um, You Bet? No, what do they call it over there? Oh, God, it tanked, didn't it? Yeah, but they have they have tried America a few times. Um, just just imagine our friend Gary, that Florida guy, basically him with a, with a twin. That's Ant and Deck. Yeah, and you know, completely change their faces and give them more forehead and stuff. But yeah, Lee and Gary is same. <laughs> Gary, Gary and Lee. <laughs> yeah, Sam and Dad. But they host a live variety show on a Saturday night, and uh, the last show of the series is is being done at, at Disney World. They flew out a load of people that won tickets, and they're having a show recorded out there. Um, they're staying. What I thought was interesting was the fact they were staying at the Caribbean Beach Resort. Yeah, which considering everything that was going on, they must have got a decent rate for that. <laughs> Isn't that a building site at the moment? Yes. And to deck though, oh, they're not. Say, no. And to deck, they're not staying there. I heard they're renting the whole of the top floor of the Grand Floridian. What? Are you having a bubble, or is that true? No, no, that's what I heard. Wow. Because they were out there recently, and they had the whole top floor of the Grand Floridian. Well, because they, they did record um, some bits and pieces for the show, obviously, to show off the park. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I know they've been out there before. That's, wow. I mean, they're quite big stars, but, I mean, you know, whole of the top floor of the Floridian big. That's, that's pretty impressive. They're not quite Jimmy Fallon, are they? But well, they, they, they like actually are. <laughs> they do. Well, really, they're kind of the UK version of Jimmy Fallon, aren't they? No, I love Jimmy Fallon. I'll do the song again. Do it. <laughs> so, um, what I was going to throw at you, Mr. Dubs, before you gave us the bad news, is the yeah. fact that um, there's a little anniversary coming up this week. And again, I don't mean there you, UIP. Yeah. There is a, a small anniversary, shall we say, um, somewhere across the channel um, at Disneyland Paris. And one of us might be going. 
Amanda, is it you? <laughs> no. Chris, is it you? It's not me. It's not you? Well, it's not me, so... Is it you, Paul? I think it might be. Oh! Wow, you lucky, lucky man. So, um, now, you are going for one day. Uh, well, it's, it's nearly two days. It's one night. One night. Okay, so um, you're going. You're going then. So, what day are you? Are you getting to uh, France on the eleventh? Uh, yes. Okay. Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning. Okay. So, yeah. um, okay. So the festivities kick off on the twelfth. Yes. What time? You're staying at the B&B, aren't you? Uh, Kyriad, this time. Kyriad, okay. Yeah. What time are you getting to the park? Uh, the first bus from the Kyriad is 20 past six. Ooh. Because but I... I might see how awake I am. I might walk it instead. I have heard that most people are getting there for at least five idiots that is the official time <laughs> that a lot of people are getting there because it is expected to be a roadblock i think the park doesn't open until eight yeah it's That's gonna good. be a ramo mate sure it will be but what what's it gonna get them getting in a bit early well i heard Bye. i heard that there's a meet and greet um, you know when you know where you normally meet Mickey and Minnie? <laughs> With Bob Iger. Nope. Nope. To celebrate the twenty fifth anniversary of it happening, there's gonna be a meet and greet instead of Mickey and Minnie of uh Matthew Kelly and Pet Sharp Pat Sharp <laughs> to what? reenact the uh the ITV Disneyland Paris live extravaganza that took place when the park opened. <laughs> Oh. That rumour is starting on this podcast. Let's cast the net wide. See what happens. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, Amanda, have you never seen it? No. Oh, Amanda it, wasn't born then. She was. She was three months old. It is glorious. And it's on YouTube. So, the on the 11th of April, I know this because I'm writing about it in the book, um... It was a two-hour live special shown on ITV of the opening of Disneyland Paris. Right. So the park opened on the 12th, but this was actually on the 11th. And it was a star-studded extravaganza. Um, you had uh, Cher. Was Oprah there? Huh? Oprah? No, she wasn't there. She didn't give anyone tickets to go either. She was still small fry at that <laughs> time. Um, Gloria Estefan performed uh and the tv special was hosted by matthew kelly and pat sharp wait is pat sharp from funhouse yes it's a whole lot of fun prizes to be won the whole wacky show where anything go funhouse (laughs) and before matthew kelly was accused of doing things he shouldn't do which he didn't do which he didn't do which is why i said he didn't yeah very naughty and didn't didn't mention what he did Oh, nothing. That's why. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel I feel sorry for him in a, in a world where we've got evil Savills and um, Ian Watkins not from Steps. 
you know, Matthew Kelly was an innocent party. Um, but yeah, it's oh, it's cracking. I mean, you've never seen something so eighties in the nineties, Amanda. The hair, everything, it's it's cracking. But what's good about this this special was so because it was you know trying to really hype up this amazing new theme park was they were talking about the future. So there is a segment during the show where they talk about uh, MGM Europe and show you some production, uh, some like pictures and designs of MGM Europe. Um, they talk about the Little Mermaid attraction that never opened as well. Um, so it's quite interesting from a historian's point of view of uh, of Disneyland Paris because not only is it like the opening of it, but it was also you got access to all these things that never actually happened because of the financials. So um, yeah, it's a nice little piece of history, and it's on YouTube. But it is it is cracking. Um, yeah, so I'm, I may have exaggerated. That's that's probably not going to happen. But um, I mean, people are expecting some pretty big things, aren't they, Paul? Yeah, I I heard rumours a while ago that uh, people are expecting Lady Gaga and Elton John. What? What? They're Lady the same Gaga. Person. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is to disprove that theory, isn't it? No one's seen them in the same yes. room. Now they will. Or it's holograms. The thing is, though, it's not it's not within the realms of possibility because there was John Legend the other week, wasn't there? Yeah, and Terry um, Hatcher. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't... I, why is a Desperate Housewife... What's that got to do with Disneyland's 25th anniversary? No idea. And she's never visited the park before. No. Although, Desperate Housewives was on ABC. Yeah. I suppose. Um, but, uh, you know, Elton John did perform at the opening of Space Mountain. Yeah. So and he, he has got history. Did, he did Disneyland 60th as well. Oh, did he? I didn't realise that. Yeah. So, okay. definitely has previous. Yeah. So, so that's that's a possibility. Gaga would be a new one. Yeah. But, you know, her and uh, Elton are pretty good mates, I think. Elton, live, by the way, is awesome. Oh, good, yeah. Where did you see him? Uh, Vegas. Yeah. What, did you see Million Dollar Piano? Or... Yeah, yeah. Oh, that piano is fantastic, isn't it? Oh, it's amazing. I saw him at the home of football. <laughs> Old Trafford. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> what a dumb. <laughs> I always say I'm a fan. I can't. Well, I can talk now. I've got a decent stadium. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you've got a I've good got, one now. I've actually bought, I actually bought the, they released that as a, as a uh, DVD and Blu-ray, the uh, Million Dollar Piano, filmed at Caesars. Have they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came out about uh, two or three years ago. Ooh. Yeah, and it's it's good. Like it's they've they've captured it as well as you you can. They've done it. They've done it really well. So um, yeah, it's I, I got it for the, like the memory of, of having it. The night I went actually, Rain Wayne talking about Man United. Wayne Rooney was in the audience, and Elton John made a point of pointing them out. What in Caesar's Palace? Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. I think because what it was, we only went to see Elton John because we was so we had tickets to go and see Amir Khan fight, and the guy he was fighting had failed a drug test or something about a week before, so the fight got called off. So we got our, our money back for the tickets, and we was like, right, well we've now got nothing to do to Saturday night, so we saw Elton John instead. Is Elton John a Disney legend? Yeah. Yeah. 
Pat Sharp? Uh, yeah. He's he's only got the one. I mean, it's a legendary performance. But, Just for the mullet alone. Yeah, I mean, it's quite a legendary haircut, and I think he was wearing double denim, if I remember rightly, as well. Oh. But um, yeah, I mean. You know, Elton John doesn't just have performing at the park. He also has, you know, the fact he did the songs of the Lion King. And did he do another? Did he do another Broadway show as well? Um, I don't know, no, but he's been announced for one recently. Has and he? I can't remember what it is with Tim Rice and Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh, Joseph and his amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. That's right. Yes, they're doing a film, aren't what? they? Yeah. Yeah. If he yeah. doesn't star Philip Schofield, I'm not interested. Damn right. See, I saw Jason Donovan in that role. Jason's Donovan. Um, <laughs> Jason's Donovan, yeah. Real thing, by the way. Jason's Donovan. Um, Donnie Osmond was the other famous one, wasn't he? Yeah. I wonder if they'll get to do it. I bet it'll be someone like Fastbender. Or, oh no, I see who it'll be. It'll be... Um... John Barrowman. Nah, he's too old. It'll be um, oh, Loki, Tom Hiddleston. Oh, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, be someone like that. Didn't he come out recently and say that he's definitely not going to be the next Bond? Uh, not that I've heard. I know that he he'd kind of been hinting that he wouldn't mind doing it, but I think the get the money's now on uh, Daniel Craig doing another one. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, the remake of Our Friends and the, the second series of Our Friends and North isn't happening anymore, so. Oh, what a shame! I don't know he's got to fall back on something. So. And Layer Cake Two. Layer Cake Two Electric Boogaloo is not happening anytime soon either. <laughs> so, shame. No, Ma- Matthew Kelly's gonna do that one. <laughs> we now have to briefly interrupt the podcast to have a few words from our sponsors. Hey, Diz After Dark listeners, I want to invite you all to join us over on ScareZone, Halloween Horror Nights podcast. ScareZone is a news, interview, history, and commentary podcast all about Universal's premier Halloween event. It's hosted by fans and experts like me, Logan Seculo, former WWE superstar Scotty Too Hotty, and Diz After Dark's own Chris Ripley. Subscribe however you get podcasts and head over to ScareZone.com for more information. We here at the show are proud supporters of Diz After Dark. And remember... Keep your eyes closed and your ears open on ScareZone. Right, so it's it's time to talk about the other sponsor we have uh, for the Arthur Dark Podcast Network. And, gents, if you were thinking, as you, you have done previously and you will do again, if you were thinking about uh, booking a trip to you know one of the parks that we've talked about, who would you think... Of of asking or, or at least approaching. Well, there's only Wendy. one name. One name that springs to mind only. Wendy. So Wendy's so famous, she's only got one name, like Madonna, or Cher. Well, it's not actually true. She has she has two because she's got a surname as well, which is Pratter. So of course, Wendy Pratter at Magical, Magical Journey Journeys. Travels. It's so we're so well prepared with this. It's like we've been practicing all day, finishing off each other's sentences. Sandwiches. For oh, God's <laughs> sake, this is totally unorganised. But we may be unorganised, but Wendy is not. Oh, smooth. You see, 
That's I love what how she, did that. That's what she's there for. Um, I'm a big fan of your work. Oh well, we're a big fan of Wendy's work, which is which is the point more than that. Um, you know, whether you've been to Disney one or a hundred times, there's still lots of planning involved, and I think we can all attest to that. Yep, and our burgers yep. are good as well. They are. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Um, and of course, now with Magic Bands, everything else is even more complex. I mean, geez, the last time I went, it was much easier than it is nowadays. So, you know, Wendy can be the person to take away that pain of getting a reservation for Be Our Guest. Where, friend of the show, that Florida guy, just tried, tried the grey stuff. Yeah. Hasn't reported back yet as to what it tasted like. Um, and, you know, you could try and get a fast pass for Anna and Elsa. Now, if us mere uh, muggles or, or mortals uh, tried to get a fast pass for Be Our Guest or Anna and Elsa meet and greets, how successful do you think we would be? Well, I've already failed. I didn't get I didn't get an idea for be our guest. See. So I wish I'd I wish I'd gone to Wendy for that one. Wendy. Not just the home of good burgers, but the mm-hmm. home of good travel planning. So yeah. visit Wendy at WPMagicJourneys.com or you can contact her on Twitter at WPMagicJourneys. And of course, if you mention that you heard one of our amazing podcasts uh, and that's how you got to uh, to hear of Wendy. Uh, she'll give you $25 off your deposit for any trip package. And uh, our own Mr. Ripley at the moment has been on a one of the Disney cruises. And uh, she's able to offer generous on-board credits for Disney Cruise Lines as well. Something to bear in mind. So if you are thinking of, uh, of you know, making a trip before you go anywhere else, go and find Wendy Pratt at Magical Journeys Travels. WPMagicJourneys.com Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, you'll feel like a prat. <laughs> <laughs> and now, back to the show. So, anyway, so, yeah, so you're going for the 25th anniversary. Um, what else have you have you heard? Not a lot, really. Um, they're keeping it very quiet. They're, um, they're producing quiz. one-off tickets. Yeah, they're producing one-off tickets for the day. That's lovely. For people that are buying tickets. I won't be because I've got an annual pass, so I won't get one of them. Um, I'm always tempted to give I've... you like 50 euros just to buy me one, you know. <laughs> I actually haven't got an annual pass at the moment because uh, I lost my wallet. So I've got to go and get a new one while oh, I'm there. Oh, that's, so that's right. That's yeah. first priority. So uh, when I get there, to get uh, replace my annual pass. But... Um, so I might get a ticket. They may have to give me one to let me in. Yeah. Um, but we shall see. But other than that, they're keeping it very, very quiet. Apparently, they've got costumes just for the day as well. Wow. But other than that, they've not said anything. They, they've actually said we're trying to keep it a surprise. And I was so, saying, before we start recording this, I said the, the problem in the past is that in, like for the, t- the 20th anniversary and the 15th anniversary, they haven't really done anything. Not not major. They've not made a big song and dance about it, literally, um, like you would have got in the other parks. Um, but a lot's, a lot's happened in the last five years. And so maybe that's why there's a lot more hype around this one. Because pe- I don't remember people getting this excited about 20. No, I don't either. I mean, I went the 20th year 
I think I went around May or June of that year. Um, but there didn't seem to be the buzz about going on the anniversary that there, there has been this year. So, you know, so what will happen at 30? That's the question. You probably know. bugger all again. <laughs> well, I don't know, by that time, they'll probably own everything. Yeah, you would so, hope so. The, yeah. the offer's meant to be due, is it June, did it say? Uh, yeah, the the uh, the tender thing that they're trying to get through at the moment, so it's obviously still going through all the uh, legalities, but uh, I think it said here that was between March and the end of May. Yeah. I'm just trying to find it again. Um, so, yeah, it will be it'll be around June time, I think, before anything starts to happen. Let me just what's the dates? Uh, tender offer period is April twenty sixth to May twenty third, with results on the 29th of May. The, the listing, if it takes place, will be launched in June. So it'll be as quick as a month. Month and a, a month and a half, really. We're almost the middle of, of April now, aren't we? So, yeah, yeah, come the end of April, I may no longer have any shares, but I will have my money back. Well, no, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll have some money back. I'm never recuperating the money that I spent out initially. <laughs> I think all in all, I might have made about hundred quid. Which, you know, it's better than, than making nothing. But um, yeah. Just, just talking of, um, <laughs> just talking of Pat Sharp. <laughs> You're talking to Pat Sharp. We're just talking about Pat Sharp, and Amanda's just retweeted a photo of Pat Sharp. Oh wow! <laughs> Don't take me on with Pat Sharp. <laughs> huh? Oh, you've never seen him in the same place together. Don't say that. You haven't. I'm just. It's just a. It's just a good point. Pat Sharp, right. I love Funhouse, but Pat Sharp's always creeped me out a bit. <laughs> I saw him on Comic Relief the other night. What? Yeah, he was in a like a comedy thing. I can't remember who it was. Um, but it was basically about serving in a restaurant and he was one of the guests in the restaurant. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. It was like Pizza Express or something. Wasn't yeah. It? Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't watch any of Comic Relief because I don't agree with it. What? I agree with charity. What? I just don't agree with comic relief. I have my okay. reasons. Other charities are fine. Um, well, I, I'm very excited to find out what happens. Obviously, um, there will you... be there will be video. There will be photos. Um, I may have a bit of an interview lined up with the original Main Street uh, Barbershop Quartet. As well. Yes, I remember you saying that they'd been in touch with you. Yes. So we shall see. Uh, they're working with ED92. They're filming all their stuff while they're out there. Oh, okay. Um, but they did say to, to drop them a message while while we were there. Uh, so I might get some, some stuff from them, hopefully. Awesome. Are you doing anything for your podcast? Uh, there might be some little bits. Uh, for the Magical Kingdom of Walt. Uh, it won't be a, a full episode, I'm sure. Um, I might slip some uh, some history bits in into the Magical Kingdom of Walt. Um, so we shall see. Depends on what I get. It might be that it's absolutely shite and I don't want to talk about it at all. 
You're going to have to. Um, I think you have to take with you one of those uh, power packs. Yes. No. I uh, I've got one ordered. There's one coming tomorrow morning. I saw some Star Wars ones in Primark the other day. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did almost uh, buy one of those. But there were big queues. What can we do with that? Anyway, uh, was there any other news that anyone wanted to talk about? Did anyone want to talk about the abuse that Craig got on Grim Grinning Gaze the other day? Uh, when doesn't they? He always gets abuse. Does <laughs> he usually want to one dishing it out? To be fair, though, I, I've been involved in some of that, and I got off completely scot-free. So I was quite chuffed. I, I was quite chuffed, and also, what have I done wrong to not get abused? <laughs> Other than talking about your little branch. <laughs> I was talking about my twig, yeah. <laughs> it's that Adam he, put, he wraps everything in a croissant to eat it doesn't he pretty much and then calls it French food yeah mm. god knows what you think if you ever actually come to France so proper French food but uh, I believe he thinks French fries are the national dish <laughs> maybe you could answer I that think one I don't, don't know anything do we no it's true, <laughs> it's true. Um, right if, if there's nothing else I've, we've missed the big one, Nick. No, I've seen some little tweet. <laughs> How are we not talking about Tron? I'll do my Jim Hill impression. Well, oh. <laughs> well, I mean, I, what? Are we talking about the, the third? We've already talked about the third film that may or may not be happening and may or may not be a reboot and may or may not be starring Jared Leto. Are you talking about oh, the oh. massive, massive rumours about Tomorrowland? The light cycles, yes. I did see this. I, the problem is, every time I get excited about something to do with Tron, nothing happens. And so I'm almost fine it's going to be jinxed. But you've brought it up, so therefore it might be okay. Um, yes. Now, for those that didn't listen, why not? Um but you conducted an interview with the, well, Meister himself, yes, Jimothy Hill. I did. Um, where you talked about certain things. And one of them was the fact that there were rumours of the Tron coaster going to both American parks, albeit in a revised format. Stop it, Chris. You're making me tired. Sorry. <laughs> it's early. It's early for me. It's before midnight. Um... At, at, with uh, with a potential Captain America overlay in, in California uh, and, and Tron one in, in uh, Disney World. Now, there's still no kind of official uh, news or, or, or answers on this, but it is looking more and more likely that it is definitely coming to Disney World. Yes. Is really it re- replacing Autopia? I think that was what I read. It is believed to be, yep. That's apparently where it's going. You know, I, I, I can't see people getting too upset with that going, if I'm honest. I don't know. I've never met anyone that, you know, has to go in Autopia every time they go. No, it's so dated. Mm. They've got a new version of it. It's called Test Track. <laughs> Much well, better. So, Universal yeah. have a new version of that soon called Mario Kart. I thought he was going to say Jimmy Fallon. (laughs) No. It's true, though. But but if they're making these B-Max robots that walk around the park killing people, 
Wouldn't it be better if they have an overlay to that than Tron? What? Oh my god, it's contagious. I need to have a beer. Um, I don't... Um, I thought he was having a heart attack. <laughs> I, I don't personally think... I couldn't say... I, I could barely see when Jim was talking about Captain America taking the Tron coaster technology and having that overlaid, how that would work. I don't really see it for Big Hero 6. Big Hero 6, to me, would be an ideal um, Spider-Man attraction. Yeah. So forget what I did with Ratatouille, because Ratatouille is obviously similar to Spider-Man, but it's it's like an inferior version. But if they really wanted to do a Spider-Man type attraction, that's what I think Big Hero 6 would be good for. I don't think a coaster would really fit into Big Hero 6 that much. Personally. That, and I want it to be Tron. Um, but have they, have they announced yet that Stitch's Great Escape is becoming Wreck-It Ralph? No. no uh, I believe it's possibly been pushed back. Uh, the rumours going around that they went to the animators of Wreck-It Ralph and they went, yeah, we're in the middle of making Wreck-It Ralph 2. We're not doing a ride at the moment. Fair enough. I don't know. I mean, the thing is, they, they can't be replacing that ride with another version of that ride, can they? It's Every version of it's flopped. Well, I mean, all right, Alien Encounter may not have flopped, but it wasn't what they wanted it to be. It just terrified people. Yeah. And Stitch is Great Escape. Even people that love Stitch, like me, know it's Pony. So, they, you know, I, I, I just don't think that ride concept works. They need to do something else. But, um, yeah, because Wreck-It Ralph, is it called Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet? Or yeah. Ralph Breaks the Internet. It's only, coming, it's only coming out next March, isn't it? Yeah. That's really coming around quick. Like, from when it like, was like finalised to it coming out, it's been pretty quick. But, um, yeah, so I think that's that's reasonable, but they definitely need something in that in that area. Um, it'll be interesting. You're right, though, Chris, because, I mean, Big Hero 6 is um, going to be a cartoon as well, isn't it? Oh, is it? I think later yes, this year. Yes, it's a TV like series. A, yeah, yeah, series. But the animation style will obviously be different in the same way that the Rapunzel one that's coming out soon has got a different style to it as well. So. Oh, and don't forget DuckTales. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! Uh, is, is also coming out. I'm looking forward to that, even though, again, the animation is, is quite different. I'm still looking forward to it. And David Tenninch plays uh, Scrooge McDuck. He does very well as well, from, what the, from the footage I've seen so far. Yeah. I hope it works. I mean, it's definitely going to get the nostalgia from the adults but yeah I don't I don't know how successful it's going to be I don't know kids stuff just doesn't seem to be as pop like kids cartoons don't seem to be as popular as they used to be when we were kids well I don't seem to have the longevity. start at three or whatever it was and on we only had four channels yeah I think you know I, I do think that's quite true though I think that might be the, the problem now is the fact that I mean, it's different it's always been different in America but over in the UK, we used to have time slots when you would watch, you'd have nothing but kids programs. And now, on, on the channels you had to watch, 
whilst now you have dedicated kids channels that you know you have to kind of go and seek out you're not forced to watch cartoons anymore or kids programs so yeah I don't know it just, it just seems like programs don't seem to have the longevity that they did when we were little whippersnappers that's because things were better when we were younger that is true until you go back and watch them go back oh, really? and watch go back and watch He-Man now it sucks what? that's terrible I mean, I went back and watched Jim will fix it. I, I you know, I, I cause the whole new realm of things with that. Don't even say that he sucks. God's sake! I mean, how many? Uh, this this show's had far too many Jimmy Sabre references this year already. Um, yeah, I think they put. I think they put the whole of uh, He Man on Netflix. But yeah, it's Is poor. That? Yeah, it's poor. Yeah. yeah, but but yeah, but I like Epic Skeletor because on Twitter he like really brings everyone down <laughs> that that new advert starring He-Man and Skeletor for compare what is it Money uh, Supermarket yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's some bloody good entertainment but that's the, that's the He-Man live action film we should have had that is that's what they went wrong they should have done it that needs to be more camp yeah. can it so, be any more camp uh, well, you could have Biggins playing Skeletor and John Barrowman playing <laughs> He-Man. So, yes, you can always make something more camp. Always. Um, so, so, Paul, what, were there any time frames with this story? Because I, I didn't see it in the article that I wrote. I didn't see any time frames. But did they um, give any hints? Jim was saying it's likely, I think it's going to come after Epcot has had its upgrades. So, talking Ratatouille. Going in France and and the other, I know they've been talking about Coco maybe replacing the three Caballeros in Mexico, um, and obviously Guardians going in Ellen's energy adventure. Um, I think but, by the way, Guardians are going to be massive this year. I really, yeah. really think it's going to do gangbuster numbers. I'm talking Beauty and the Beast numbers, Chris. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm seeing a lot of people hyped about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I reckon it would really be popular. I mean, even the Disney Store are selling stuff this year. They had nothing for Guardians of the Galaxy when the first one came out. Or I think they had like a couple of action figures or something. But they've got t-shirts for kids. They've got cassettes that play music. Dancing groups. Um... Yeah, they've got quite a lot of merchandise, so I think they're really kind of going for it. And every time I see the trailer, I mean, I've I've seen the trailer a lot, unfortunately, recently because I've gone to see quite a few films at the cinema because of my Cineworld pass. Um, and every time I see the trailer for Guardians, you hear people laughing. So people are getting excited for it. And I think more people are going to see it this time as well, due to the fact that they're. They're going to be in Infinity War as well. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, I think Guardians... I, I mean, it did, it did really well, considering, but Guardians no one kind of knew about, and I said, like, my wife... My wife! Wouldn't go and watch it at the cinema, but, like, the only reason we're not seeing it on opening night is because that's, when, that's the day she's travelling back home. Otherwise, we'd probably be going to see it opening night. I mean, she cannot wait for this film. Every time 
Oh, should we watch a film tonight? Guardians? Should we watch Guardians again? She has become a massive fan of it. So, um, and, and I mean, it's not even because she likes Chris Pratt, because we've got Jurassic World and she hardly ever watches that again. Although we like that film as well. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's really found an audience over time. So I think the sequel will be much, much better received. But if they join Infinity War and then become part of the Avengers canon, how can they possibly build an attraction in Epcot? Well, they just won't be able to put any of the Avengers in it. Yeah, but then they become part of the Avengers canon, and the contract says any characters from the Avengers canon are not allowed in Florida. Really? Really? Mm, let me get making that ride double quick then. Yeah, it's it's a strange one. Listen to Strike. Jim gives a a good explanation. Um, he talked about because they used a couple of the Guardians ca- characters at a party. And, they did do. I heard that. I heard him talk about it. Yeah. And he said that um, Disney were expecting some comeback on it and apparently Universal read their contracts and went, oh fuck, there's nothing about Guardians of the Galaxy in our, our contracts. Yeah, and true. didn't didn't say a word. But if they be, be, are in the Avengers film, then they become, you know, in 30 commas, a part of the Avengers canon. Uh, I, I don't know about that. I'm not saying that that con- I'm not saying that your point is incorrect, Chris. I'm, I'm sure there is a, a clause in there, but it's got to be how it's worded or how it's done. There's got to be something. I think the problem is, is that contract without getting into it too much was written a very long time ago when things were very, very different. I believe it was written by a nine-year-old child with a crayon. <laughs> from, from like how much crap it, it appears to have in that contract. But, it's uh, funny how it has so much detail in it and also like virtually nothing in areas as well. Yes. Hey-ho. No, hey-hey. Hey-hey-hey. That's the chicken in uh, in Moana. Hey-ho. Oh, is it? Yeah, I've learned that from seeing it 56 times this week. Well, I'm going to go stick my tight pants back on. <laughs> if that's not a way to end the show, I don't know what is. So, uh, thank you very much, dear listener, uh, for putting up with us uh, again. Uh, thank you, everybody, for contributing to this week's episode. Those of us that managed to stay awake the whole way through. And we'll be back soon, uh, I imagine, with a post Disneyland Paris 25th anniversary trip report. I would imagine so. And if you're lucky, if you're really, really lucky, you might even get a Universal After Dark out of us at some point next week as well. Yeah. But you've got to behave. Be nice <laughs> and, and listen behave. listen to this one first. Yeah, and then maybe. So it's, it's up to you. Not, not, No, not you or you, but you. Y- you. It's down to you. Do the right thing. All right. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Auf Wiedersehen. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Germans. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you would like to support Dis After Dark and the other After Dark Network podcasts, please visit our website at www.patreon.com forward slash Dis After Dark. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Dis After Dark. Thank you.
This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast. Network.